Welcome to Rainbow Soul Vodcast, where our soul astrology comes forward to help you manage your everyday life with forecasts and deep dives on natal charts and queer perspectives on the planets, transits, and more. A group discussion about upcoming transits with tips on how to read these transits in your own chart. Hollis offers years of wisdom and natal chart knowledge with Brighthawk's positive perspective and Lacrosse's inquiry. We offer the complete queer astrology experience. Welcome to Rainbow Soul. Please help us by subscribing, sharing, and commenting and reviewing. You can also learn where else Rainbow Soul is offered on our website at rainbowsoul.show. Hi, welcome to Rainbow Soul Soul Astrology, where some queers will jump into some astrology forecasting just for you. And we hope that uh, you enjoy this. And today, I'm Hollis Taylor. And, and I'm Bright Hawk. And we are recording this time without lacrosse, but he's always helpful enough to edit them. We appreciate you, lacrosse, and we think you're awesome. And we think you're definitely, we never take for granted your skill of being able to edit the video and, and help us get it out there. And uh, so before we dive deep into our soul astrology, I'm going to offer a little meditation for you guys. Brighthawk's got some beautiful music for us. So teach your mind to relax a little bit. Just put your feet on the floor. Take a deep breath. out what you don't really need to know right now. The mind likes to stay busy and I get it. So let's allow the mind to begin to imagine the moon, the moon directly in front of you. back out from that moon so that you can also see the earth and the way that the moon goes round the earth. And allow that moon to go round and around the earth. And as you back out a little bit more, I want you to go ahead and add the rest of the solar system, including the sun. moment to recognize how small we are. The universe is so large and expansive and huge. And we are just one energy dot on the earth. to the way that moon just whips around the earth again and again and just keeps going around and how the sun keeps shining keeping our plants growing and keeping us alive on planet other planets play their role in the universe. Take a deep breath. And just offer a little gratitude to all the planets, including Mother Earth and the Moon, for their role in our lives to helping us evolve into a better human being. helping us move towards enlightenment. Take a deep breath. And bring your 
yourself right back down here to planet Earth. Wiggle your toes and open your eyes. Wiggle your fingers, take a breath. I'm grateful for you listening today, for us being here on planet Earth together, and for soul astrology. Yay! And doesn't my instrument even look like a little bit of a representation of the galaxies? We took a little <laughs> ride on the flying saucer. And you can always find out more from me about my books, my music, etc. at brighthawkproductions.com. Yes, and you can get readings from me um, at divineandrogen.com. And you can also get my book and see all kinds of other things I offer. I also offer uh, coaching and mentorship for anyone out there that wants to get their hands into uh the more magical realm or the spiritual realm of our world. So, um, we're going to start with some... We have a big week. Yeah. Guess what <laughs> happens this week? <laughs> All right, let's share it. Let's share the, let's share the little, um, keynote. Indeed. So we're doing this for, this is for the forecast for October 23rd through the 30th. And uh, so, Brighthawk, do you have something special you want to talk about first? Well, I think this week is all about the eclipse. The eclipse is happening on Tuesday, October 25th, and it is the, it is the thing to be paying attention to. And in the eclipse is in Scorpio. And Scorpio is a pretty intense sign by most people's standards. You know all about it. So I'll leave the Scorpio talk to you. And um, and just eclipses are always an opportunity and an energy that it impacts all of us. Everybody's having the same experience, but depending on where it is in your chart, you might be having a much more intense experience. So if you're in, uh, Sag uh, sorry, if you're a Scorpio or a Gemini because Gemini is across the sky. Uh, that's your, uh, or Taurus actually, I'm sorry, Scorpio, Taurus, Sag, Gemini, they're next door to each other. Uh, you're gonna feel it, you're gonna feel it. And that's really the big, the big, big news of the week is breathe, stay grounded, see what you're noticing. Eclipses are all about noticing what you, what was unseen, literally, it's like, we talk about the thinning of the veils this time of year. Well, that's exactly what eclipses bring too, right? There's this change of light and energy, and all of a sudden you see something that was unseen, literally unseen. And now you're like, oh, okay, what do I want to do with that information? And it could be something in yourself. It could be something in, depending on where it is in your chart, in your relationships, in your work. What it where it lights up is really <clears throat> each person's personal experience, but it's gonna it's gonna be an experience for all of us. It's a partial eclipse if you're in North America. It's a full solar eclipse if you're in Europe. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be able to see it in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I I'm not aware. I haven't looked at the. I looked at them. Looked at that where it passes over um a couple of weeks ago i haven't okay. looked at it recently so i'm trying to remember but i remember being like wow look europe is they're gonna have a full-on experience and it sounds like europe <laughs> i mean at least the uk yeah. politics and some other countries and, in and europe the fact are that definitely... a war is raging you know and and the, where how things are placed right now the intensity on the planet is reflected in the stars so As above so below so as we approach Samhain, I'm sure some of you are starting to feel the intensity in the air, right? I mean, that's Scorpio. And, you know, to just touch on Scorpio energy, because I feel like Scorpio's got a bad rep. Yeah, and we want to say happy birthday, Scorpios. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't listen to any, don't, don't believe the hype, okay? That's such BS about Scorpios. Um, Scorpios are actually 
um oftentimes they do have a sharp tongue but only if they're cornered if you corner them then they're likely to come back at you with something and scorpio uh people with a lot of scorpio energy are likely going whatever they say is likely going to have an ounce of truth in it maybe more than an ounce it probably will have a pound of truth um not always the best thing or easiest thing to say but truth anyway um not always not always but most of the time and sometimes yeah scorpios could be backstabbing but there are other signs that can be that way as well um and it's not we don't need to focus on that because those are the shadow pieces so if you want to bring more of that onto yourself then go ahead and focus on that but i choose not to i instead choose to see the intensity of scorpios and as a scorpio rising myself an intense is not always bad it's just not sometimes intensity can just mean that we feel things particularly intensely as a scorpio rising i personally experience um where there have even been times where i've said i'm so intense and I, no one else feels this way but me and i would often feel that way so if you're a scorpio if you have strong scorpio placements and it's your birthday or you're a scorpio rising or something you know pay attention to that that's actually that deep intensity although it may make you sometimes feel like you're not like you're a weirdo or something, it also actually makes it so that you think deeply about things, that you are deep, that you are more than surface level, okay? That you have more to you than just what meets the eye, okay? Than what people see. And so when I find out someone has a strong Scorpio placement, I wanna get to know them better. That can be hard to do because Scorpio sons, uh, don't really want to let, they're not usually welcoming to that kind of thing. They go slow. So you just need to go slow with them. And at some point, maybe they'll feel vulnerable enough to open those doors. Scorpio risings can appear that way, but they're not actually. Oh. Um, they're not, they're actually more open than you imagine. Um, and it's just that we sometimes project that onto them because they sometimes Scorpio risings will look a little like me with dark hair. Um, they'll have a, a, a certain complexion in their face might be attractive or whatever. So then we protect project onto them that they are something more than they are. So be careful of doing that, okay? Hmm. And Scorpios do walk around with a lot of intensity, but mostly just because they think deeply about things. Well, one of the first things I think of when I think of Scorpio, and I hope this is true, is high integrity. Mm -hmm. A lot of the ones I know have a lot of integrity, and I appreciate that about Scorpios. So, um, you know, that's a that's a noble way to walk in the world and um it also can mean that when you hold a high standard for yourself you might also hold a high standard for others which can lead to disappointments because yeah. not everybody lives up to our high standards <laughs> Just right venturing out on a little guess here because we've all been there i think we've all had some experiences on that score yeah so and i think scorpio um as people with strong scorpio energies will probably have integrity in whatever house it's in mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um so everybody has integrity to some degree but scorpios will hold a higher level of integrity that could be hard to meet right could be hard to match um and so uh scorpios also um have a hard time forgiving at times but um i think if they work on it personally they can get to that and we we might forgive but we probably never forget but you know what i honestly think that's kind of good because then i am i am pretty good at picking out narcissists because i don't i see the red flag and i might choose to ignore the first one the second one but then at some point i start going 
you know, I've seen now three or four things. I'm not sure this person's healthy. Um, this person might be toxic. So the fact that I, that fact that Scorpios don't forget is actually really helpful, especially in, in today's world where we're trying to not empower, not empower uh, narcissism. And I think any sign can be a narcissist. I've seen all kinds of uh, memes out there trying to say that Scorpios are narcissists, but I think any sign is capable of being a narcissist. It's a mental illness. It's when you come off your path. That's narcissism is any kind of mental illness is when you're off your path, really. Um, when you're engaging in your best version of yourself, which doesn't normally involve mental illness, um, then then you know then you're back on your path and that's what you were intended for so sometimes we get off and i myself suffered with mental illness and i was definitely off my path um i didn't speak my truth and that was a problem and i didn't always know what integrity was and those things were all off of my path you see and then when i started to heal my mental health and work on my mental health then things started to come back online. So I just want to say that out loud. It doesn't matter what sign a person is, I'm pretty sure any sign is capable of being mentally ill, including things like narcissism, sociopathy, and of course, psychopaths. Um, so altogether, I would say most Scorpios are usually drawn to the occult or to spirituality of some kind. They may choose the Christian route, they may choose, you know, Jehovah Witness, and they'll be really intense about the Jehovah Witness, okay? And so that's what's, that's, that is a theme that I see, okay? So um, for those of us that are more spiritual or witchy, um, there's a lot of, I notice, it's a lot of, witches that are Scorpios. I I have noticed as well. I have noticed that has not gone unnoticed by me. That is true. So there might even be Scorpios listening to us right now. And so I'm just going to say, I think you're amazing. You're on your path. That's why you're here. And I'm so glad you came. Happy birthday. And happy birthday, <laughs> if, if it's your birthday. And so the first thing that point that uh, Brighthawk, you were just talking about, which was the eclipse in Scorpio. Right. There's going to be a lot of planets in Scorpio as right. well with the moon and Venus and Mercury and sun. Now, the moon and uh, Mercury will be in Libra at the beginning of the week, but they will slowly move into Scorpio. Right. Okay. Right. They'll be that. Um, they're right on that cusp right now. Right. So, you know, so you're going to you're going to feel the intensity come it's gonna it's gonna increase as we get to Samhain which is also known as Halloween or All Souls Day okay and um, so that's gonna happen especially in emotions um, especially around relationships and communication and how you're feeling you're gonna express yourself like how you're presenting yourself into the world may become more intense somehow. Um, just depending on probably your own placements, your own chart, okay? Especially for Scorpios out there. The good news is, is that, um, not that that's bad news, because it just means we're all gonna intensify, get closer to truth, which is what you said about the um, eclipse. Mm -hmm. It sort of brings the truth out, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that's, especially in Scorpio, it's gonna elevate the truth, which is great. We could use more of that in the world, right? And um, so there is two grand trines on Monday, which could really bless this up as we go deeper into Scorpio season. Um, with the Grand Trime, with the Moon, Vesta, Mars, and Mercury, and then the other one is pretty much the Moon, Saturn, Mars, and Mercury, and they're all in um, air signs, okay? So they're Grand Trines in air, so that's mental energy, thinking. And if there's something you're thinking about getting done, getting out there, getting, if there's a contract that needs signing, or you're taking action on something, at the beginning of the week, get it done. 
because by the end of the week, at Mars is stationing at 25 Gemini. And when Mars goes retrograde, especially if you do not have Mars retrograde, when Mars goes retrograde, it is retrograde for a long time into March. And that is a terrible time to initiate anything that's of a confrontational nature, like a lawsuit, um, <clears throat> things of that nature. Because when Mars is retrograde, it can boomerang. And, it, and it, you want to be very certain that you are very careful on your timing in those things. Life is life and you do what you need to do. But if you have choices about things, get them done at the beginning of the week, please, before the end of the week, especially if it's along the action-oriented kind of things, mm -hmm. right? So, um, yeah, mm. that, that's, that's one of the things that makes this week kind of potent also is you have at the end of the week Mars going retrograde. Now, on Monday, there could be a bunch of small things that are happening because there'll be several planets and asteroids squaring each other, including Mercury and Pluto and Pallas and Lilith, which are um, Pallas and Lilith are both um, asteroids. And uh, the moon and the sun and Venus, they're all going to be squaring each other. And that's a lot of Earth energy, right? Yeah, well, there's going to be a lot of um, cancer, oh, which water. is water. So yeah. it's going to be a lot of water and air and a little bit of Earth just because Pluto's in there. Yeah, so you could you at. could get a lot of speed bumps, but just keep going <laughs> is essentially what I'm going to say. There could be some speed bumps, but on Monday, just keep going. So if you feel that little bit of resistance, just try to let it go and just keep going. You might you might meet some speed bumps, but mm. I think you're going to be okay. All right. And um, the 25th is Eclipse Day. <laughs> Thank goodness there will be two grand trines in air. Nice. <laughs> As well. Because uh, the Eclipse, you know, you said it's in Scorpio, right? Correct. And so they talk about the Eclipse of the Heart. So things could change. Uh, for you, your perspective of things could change, but with those grand trines in the it, there as well, in the you know, they're going to make you. They'll probably push you towards higher thinking. Like, I really thought this person was really great, but now I'm realizing this person's actually mm, toxic. That kind of thing. I might sure. need to walk away from this relationship. Or I might need to, you know, put them on Pluto or something. Um, <laughs> it's all about what orbit they're in, right, Brett? Huh? That's absolutely true. So <laughs> when I was a child and I was learning the planets, I was, you know, whatever you are, seven, eight years old when you're learning the planets. And my father worked in aerospace. And so he came home and I told him I knew all the planets and I listed them off and he was very impressed. And he also knew at the time I was quite frustrated with my brother. I was just a little kid. And he said, well, what shall I do with him? And I said, send him to Pluto. <laughs> and he had one of those moments parents have when they're looking at their child and they're trying not to completely bust out laughing. So he was, he was definitely laughing, but he was like, oh man, okay. And that lived on forever. If somebody was um, really irritating you, just put them in the right orbit Everybody has an orbit. You just need to find out what that orbit is. And Pluto has a very long elliptical orbit. So I was like, that'll work. So if somebody's <laughs> truth, if, if a truth finally occurs to you, like this person is definitely toxic or, um, or I definitely need to get some distance from this group or community or person, do it, okay? That's on, you know, Tuesday, if that starts happening, if you're an awakened to that. Also, I would say um, just because Scorpio rules um, sex parts, if you cycle once a month, if you cycle monthly, that could be affected. Um, maybe, you know, things would just suddenly change or something like that. So if that's going on for you, just pay attention. 
pay attention to your calendars take a look what's going on for you where is scorpio in your chart um take a look at where it is because that's probably where it's going to affect you okay so you just want to look up online like you can just quickly google scorpio symbology and then look at your chart hopefully on astro.com and find scorpio and then that's probably where it's going to change for you okay and if you wanted to do a new moon ceremony for the eclipse you know this is a great time to check in and what is important to you what do you value what is it you want more of in your life and what would you you know what feels toxic and should be let go of and moved away it's a great great time to sort of go within and see what's important to you Mm-hmm. for sure what's your truth i i believe that there are some universal truths but there also some of us have personal truth um and per my personal truth for instance is that I cannot be in the company of too many narcissists uh, or even one narcissist because I just kind of freak out. Um, and that's my truth. And not everybody does. Some people can just go, hmm, I think he's toxic and walk away. And uh, others get heavily involved and don't seem to mind the abuse or are not aware of it. Um, but for me, I kind of freak out. So, um, so I'm just saying that's my truth. And every single one of us has our own truth okay and so um, i encourage you to find what your truth is especially this tuesday find out what's true for you and then follow that and try to honor it in some way okay now <laughs> i noticed this the wow the 26th is very busy day in the sky wow like faded energy a lot of fate yes a lot of fate um also well first of all there's also a lot of support for growth okay so first of all there's three grand trines involving mercury and um saturn which is which are very strong planets in the sky right now saturn's in aquarius still and it is gone direct now right saturn is direct now hmm. yes Saturn is direct, so Saturn is going forward. And so if you've noticed some changes in your um, situation, in your system, how things work for you, um, that has a lot to do with Saturn. And Saturn's in a trine, so it may help you communicate it or take action on these things and bring forth ideas about it, okay? Especially for those of you going through your Saturn returns. If you know you're going through your Saturn returns and you're listening to this, I'm just gonna say, wow, the wind is blowing really hard. Um, I'm just gonna say that you will be able to, um, you'll be able to really um, hone it in. Like you'll have a lot of support, especially with the day before with an eclipse, you'll have a lot of support for growth going forward, especially things that are on your path. So look for things that are on your path, you know, get to know your chart, study your chart, know where your Mercury is, know where Mars is in your chart, know where your Saturn is. Pay attention to those things because Mars is about action and forward. Mercury is about communication and new ideas. And Saturn is about your foundation and how things are working for you. So those things are gonna change and that's great because you're probably moving in the way that the universe wants you to move anyway, um, especially and it and it could it could be a lot up here, a lot up in your mind, and a le less about physical action. Um, but that's okay. And there could be a lot of also a lot of emotional work that has to happen because there's another grand trine with Moon, um, Neptune and uh palace and lilith in cancer so neptune and pisces that could be about an illusion that you were under and the moon in scorpio is going to bring through the truth especially with that eclipse just the day before and palace and lilith are going to give you the i can do this energy and this is what i'm going to do first i'm going to do a then b then c okay so that's that grand trine um in the water Okay, and that's really going to support a higher thinking if you allow for it. So that is good because the castle 
that you see uh, if you happen to be looking at the screen. The castle will involve some of those planets, including Uranus and Pluto. So it will be the moon, Pallas, Neptune, Lilith, Uranus, and Pluto. And castles, castle aspects are supportive. They kind of help you build, they involve, I think it's because they involve so many planets mm -hmm. and they kind of help build a foundation for you that will help you function going forward. And considering that there's also a yod um, and a cradle in the sky, which are both about destiny and um, fate, that this is probably meant to unfold this way. So don't spend too much time on the victim card if you did just walk away from a toxic relationship. We all play our parts. We agreed to be part of that relationship. Just let it go. Try to learn what you need to learn and then head forward and try to make better choices in the future about your boundaries and about your choices about who you spend time with. It is a choice. I, the image I have, the image I have is all of a sudden the swell is picking you up and you're about to be taken on the ride. You know, this, this has a lot of, of just, you know, mm -hmm. from the universe and surfs up, just be real loose, stay relaxed and go for the ride. Just go for the glide. You know, if there's with this much sort of faded energy, I feel like it's, um, really good to do a morning practice really good to even if you just sit for just a few minutes even five minutes uh could really help you know how to ride the wave for your particular uh life energy your journey your journey because mm -hmm. it's all about your journey and if you're still dealing uh with toxic parents I'm gonna say you still can set boundaries with your parents even um, and uh, and with other family members that are toxic for you, you can absolutely set boundaries and choose um, not to engage with them. If they're toxic for you, then that's a boundary for you and that's your truth, okay? So I'm just gonna say that because Uranus is in Taurus and it's Uranus is gonna be opposite Mm -hmm. of this mm -hmm. um of this uh eclipse mm -hmm. so i feel like uranus is that queer it's mm. it's our queer planet okay if anyone if there was a queer planet uranus is it okay and and i think there should be queers in the sky just like there's masculine planets and feminine planets there's also queer planets and Uranus and Mercury, I think, fill that for us. But Uranus in particular has a long history of being involved with queers. And um, I notice that when Uranus is triggered, it could, um, you know, create some something to do with your gender identity or your queerness in some way. And so with it in Taurus, though, it's pretty much grounding us. It's it's sort of saying you can be queer and married and have children. Um, that's kind of what it's saying right now. You can have it all and be queer and you can be fabulous and be queer. Thank goodness we're he hearing that now. And so it would not be surprised if something happens for the queer movement on this day in a way, either for you personally or for the community that helps us all build a better foundation um helps us all even if it's just some history comes out or we come to better understand um what you know what happened to queers before pride happened you know um looking back at the history can really help us all understand better um exactly what it means and what it what it is today to be queer okay so I just want to point that out to you. Pay attention to where your Uranus is. Um, take a look at where it is, if it's on your ascendant, um, depending on you know, what, what sign it's in, you need to be paying attention to that and see if there's anything moving across it right now, okay? So that's, that's how you help yourself manage the waves of being queer, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Thank you.
um, so we have the 27th, which I was surprised at how many grand, grand trines were this week. Yeah, there's a lot of intensity, but there's a lot of blessing too. So it's really yeah. a matter of paying attention to the blessings. We mentioned before the thing about grand trines is that you can take it for granted, that you can um, not realize how blessed you are and that there's a flow going for, forward for you. And then when it's not there, you're like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> so really watching the energy, paying attention is a is a beautiful thing and being having a gratitude practice that helps you ground that vibration. We've talked about it a lot. You know, five minutes a day of gratitude can change your life and the world. Mm -hmm. world around you will respond differently to you if you have a gratitude practice so the moon will have moved out of scorpio and into uh sagittarius so uh that's a happy place for the moon and um uh lights up how we think about philosophies and um and uh higher learning thinking um uh things like that Mm -hmm. And even worldly, Scorpio yeah, travel, mm -hmm. world, world travel, or wor not just travel, like also worldly thinking. Yeah, no, you're mm -hmm. right. That's mm -hmm. a good way to put it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, um, so that, so you may be noticing that, you know, maybe we think more about the world and our, our part in the world. Right. So like th when that happens, that has a lot to do with Sagittarius. Sagittarius energy tends to bring that energy. And the interesting thing is, is that there'll be two grand trines in air, you know, involving Mercury, Saturn, Mars, and Vesta. Um, there'll be two grand trines. It's mostly because I'm pretty sure um, Saturn and Vesta are, are almost conjunct. So you may be finding yourself making great strategy. Vesta tends to, um, represent strategy and your strategy might be different or out of the box or unusual just allow it to be because saturn wants us to come up with some new ways of doing things okay saturn and aquarius that's what it's all about it's sort of like we have to find ways to do this for everyone you you guys we can't <laughs> we can't just have um the billionaires winning right okay so that's why you're seeing things change in the world. Saturn's in Aquarius, okay? And Saturn represents the system. Saturn represents the foundation in which things function. And now it's going direct with this with Vesta. Yeah, and, and it's it's been very slow. So it's been parked at 18 degrees for quite a bit. And now it's going to slowly start moving forward. And, you know, it's been in Aquarius and it's done this retrograde thing. So now it's like, finally going to move on on through the sign towards Pisces which was when uh, spirituality will really begin to take uh, a forefront actually oh how interesting um, and that's what we need to be thinking about going forward so if you're planning a business doing a business and you keep getting called to spirituality <laughs> it's probably actually a good idea because when Saturn gets in Pisces that's going to become a very popular idea, especially um, forward thinking um, or out of the box spirituality, um, unusual spirituality. Just be careful of getting involved with toxic cults. They do exist. They absolutely exist. And uh, just be aware, don't dismiss too many red flags, my friends. Now, the T-square, the T-square is series moon and Juno. What's a T-square? Well, what usually happens is that two things are kind of pooling on each other. And thank goodness the moon is in Sag and that will also be part of the T-square and help us go in the direction. That will be the higher way of thinking. So Sag is that worldly thinking, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So and then that female energy of Cirrus is the mother and Juno is the queen of heaven, right? Yeah, Juno, yeah, and Juno's usually about commitment. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. I think that's why she's the queen or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there's Ceres, which is mother. So it could be your mother. It could also be um, motherhood somehow, creating some discourse in your life um, up against 
commitment, um, especially commitment to spiritual things or to things that are kind of harder to hold on to, um, maybe kind of watery things. Okay, so think about emotional things or emotional change, but try to stay focused on the higher worldly thinking, okay? Try to stay focused on that during that T-square on the 27th, and that will help you really, um, really go in the direction that will be more helpful. So uh, the next day on the 28th, Jupiter, first of all, moves retrograde into Pisces. Wow, that's big. Jupiter's big. Jupiter's very, very big. <laughs> Do you know that we, the Earth, are greatly protected by Jupiter because Jupiter sort of holds off the asteroid belts from pelting our, coming our way in the solar system. It's huge, massive, massive, massive. Hmm. So when it moves, we all feel it. And well, it, it's already it amplifies everything, right? Mm -hmm. So it's already retrograde right now. Oh, okay. So but it will be moving into Pisces on this day. Oh, oh, so it moves out of the sign, yeah. Mm -hmm. so out of Aries into Pisces. That's always a big deal. Yeah, I think so. Um, so Jupiter's already retrograde right now, okay, and has been for quite some time, okay. And Jupiter, as it goes into Pisces, is going to sort of start going through water. Right now it's in a fire sign, so things have been, right, going really fast. And now things could become kind of emotional, maybe kind of watery, where you're like, why is it all of a sudden become this emotional battle or this mm. emotional experience? So be, be aware of where Jupiter is in your chart um, and it is moving retrograde. So that means it's gonna probably be an internal thing. Mm. It's probably gonna be internal. So that means you're going to probably have some self-reflection maybe um, or some or you might have to determine why there's an emotional hang up on something. OK, especially with Jupiter, depending on where Jupiter is in your chart, depending on how it affects you. Wow. So Jupiter, of course, is the ruler of Sagittarius and it's a fire sign and um, it was in Aries and now it'll be moving into Pisces. And the moon, so think emotion, the moon is in Sagittarius. So a lot in the emotional landscape could be, um, yeah, stirred, I just want to say. Yes. Be, be good to yourself. Practice good self-care. Take a bath or a shower, whatever it is that makes you feel good. Just like if there's a lot of water, we're switching into water uh, with the Pisces energy. Uh, so, you know, if that's something you like, do what feels good for you. Do mm -hmm. some good self-care. Mm -hmm. And with two yods going on, um, and, you know, they're both um, in a lot of water and, uh, well, I guess it's water and fire which makes me go <laughs> a lot of steam but um that's okay because the thing about that is that you know yods are destiny they're they're meant to lead us where we need to go and take us in the direction we need to go so as these days start to get a little heavy in the water area um you still should be trying to engage in higher thinking so bright hawk is right to try to do a gratitude practice or yoga practice or some sort mm -hmm. of meditation practice mm -hmm. or all of those things. You can combine all three. Um, and then just, um, you know, try to focus on your morning practice in order to make the day a little bit smoother, um, especially with the energy of those two yods. Um, so it's gonna be very destined, but the T-square is gonna be what's creating that same um that same t square with neptune and but now it's neptune and mars opposite each other so neptune is illusions delusions and dreams and visions and mars is action and war 
um, and things like that, and they're pulling on each other. If we engage the moon in Sagittarius, which is worldly thinking, philosophically thinking, we'll do better off in ourselves. Okay, we'll have better results rather than getting ourselves frustrated. Yeah, that definitely seems timely with the situation in Europe. Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? And, and um, there's a female, uh, no, I, I want to say sort of a, um, would you say, uh, well, with Lilith in the one, one of the yods and Lilith uh, in, in, what I'm noticing is this, there's this Lilith Vesta, Lilith Pallas, Athena energy that says women energy could be very strong at this time. Like maybe don't mess with the strong woman in your lap. You <laughs> might get whoosh. <laughs> um, or listen to the strong women in your life. Maybe they've got some real wisdom that you you could benefit from. Um, there there just seems like there's some really good strong energy there that um, the word I was looking for was exalted. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's the right term, but that's what came to my. Mm -hmm. um, to mind. Well, a lot of powerful energy this week. Like, whoo! Lilith, <laughs> is, Lilith is sacred sexual uh, feminine energy, and she's also about independence and being an independent woman. That's who Lilith was. Um, and that's what this um, asteroid is named after because, um, and I believe it played a pretty big role during the Me Too movement. Um, and Vesta, um, Vesta also is about strategy, okay? And In Aquarius, which right. is really powerful for the collective. Yeah, so it could be new ideas, new ways of doing things, different ways of approaching things. You may even see, um, hopefully, some change in maybe the way they're approaching the war, hopefully for the better. Um, and um, Pallas, Athena, is very much about warrior princess type energy, uh, warrior goddess type energy. So, you know, um, the feminine energy can sometimes be just as powerful as masculine energy, but oftentimes it, I find that it's, um, it's even more, um, it's, it's usually inclusive of more minds. It's inclusive of, it's sort of like that talk we listened to today about leadership, where where women tend to uh, think uh, more of the collective. Um, and that's, I think that just has to do with uh, the way we were raised probably. Um, and um, people that identify as women, so queers tend to, I think queers in general, all of us, uh, it doesn't seem to matter where you are in the queer spectrum, tend to think of the collective too, just um, just because of our own experience of being oppressed. So then as a result, we kind of, most of us, try to think of everyone. We try to think, well, you know, you guys, and this is why uh, queers could easily team up with the Black Lives Matter and the BIPOC movement because for us, not that not that we've lived through the same shit, but we can at least uh, relate to each other in some way where we want to support each other and we all want the same thing in the end, which is for everyone to be treated equally. <clears throat> um, and I think we're all kind of asking for the same thing. So that's why it's actually great because then it increases our numbers uh, for BIPOC and for, uh, for queers, for all of us. Um, it makes us that much more powerful because there's that many more people on board. So, um, and I thought it was a beautiful thing when Denver uh, did a BIPOC pride. Um, I thought it was beautiful. Uh, I just, yeah, was totally in support of that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so friends, if you're noticing that there are some strategies that are trying to bring every, because that's Aquarius energy. Aquarius is very much about including everyone and wanting everyone to be part of the whole um, and seeing how everyone is part of the whole. So um, Aquarius tends to bring through that energy. So don't be surprised if there's some strategies and some things going on that might be a little bit different. Sometimes Aquarius just tends to do it a little out of the box or just a little different than everyone else.
Absolutely. Okay, and the 29th. Yes. Is the moon. So the 29th, the moon will move into Capricorn. And the big news is that Mercury moves into Scorpio. That's a big deal. And Mars stations, Mars has already been stationary, but it's starting to go retrograde on the 30th, I think is when it actually, so it's been, it's been real slow all week, like we're pretty stationary there at 25. And now it starts to do this thing, right? And, you know, we've all, we've described before how the solar system works and how it looks like it's going backwards. It's not actually going backwards, but it is part of the view from where we are, where we live, right? So um, yeah, some some, in the, some more intense energy as we head into um, Samhain and Halloween weekend and so the, moon, so the moon is in Capricorn on the 29th? Uh, yeah. yeah, the okay. moon has moved into Capricorn out wow. of Sag and okay. into Cap. So that could be very cold and calculating at times. You may notice that some people are a little bit more cold and calculating, um, or they may be, and after the emotional roller coaster will have gone on just a couple days before, people might start to put up their walls and become a little bit more protective of things, okay? And Mars um, stopping to go retrograde in Gemini means that some of the chaos and stuff may have like a hang up or a hold. Uh, you may not be able to do things for a day or so, like something might have some delays. Um, and But once Mars starts going backwards, it it will be less about action and more, maybe more about internal action, about you, about your heart and your soul and reflection of maybe how you've um, interacted with people. Maybe you've played a part. Uh, maybe you, hopefully you'll have some self-reflection about your part that you play in toxic relationships and um, maybe ways that you can try to bring forth a healthier way, okay? So when Mars starts to go retrograde, that's really what it's about. It's about internal reflection. Um, and hopefully we can do that in a clean way without beating ourselves up. So for those of you out there that struggle um, with cutting and things like that, please be gentle with yourself. None of us are perfect. All of us, all of us make mistakes. And sometimes I think that's kind of what happens with cutting um, is that we over internalize or over criticize ourselves. So please be sure you have a good support system in place this week um, as you're dealing with that kind of stuff. And um, you can you can make it better, I promise. I haven't cut in so many years. I, I'm not even sure how long it's been. So um, I just want to say that that's possible. And Mars going retrograde is going to make you look internal at yourself. Right. Yeah. So don't be surprised if you literally find yourself or hear yourself saying, I need to think about this some more. And do. Take time to think about it some more. The other thing I want to say is careful what you think. Not every thought we have is our own. You start to become aware of the monkey mind, right? And who's thinking all these thoughts? And is, are these half of these thoughts even true? You know, giving yourself some time to be reflective. That's what meditation and yoga and gratitude practice are so good at is they give us time to go, and get some perspective and this the energy of this week is so big and uh i think the opportunity is to see what it has to offer you and how you can use it to become your best version mm -hmm. and live your best life and yeah. be thoughtful about it because this this day in particular that's what i'm really get be thoughtful be careful what you think take time to think <laughs> yeah try not Notice to be so hard on yourself yeah. try to be softer on yeah. yourself um this week in particular particularly on the 29th just just be a little bit more um take some deep breaths and be like okay it's okay everyone makes mistakes 
please remember that my friends everyone makes mistakes even if they pretend not to make mistakes they're lying they make mistakes everyone does okay all perfectly (laughs) imperfect just the way we are right and with mercury and scorpio that could increase that level of um, self-criticism yeah so yeah so just try to be really gentle with yourself on this day on the 29th try to go easy try not to make your schedule too hectic um try to you know leave yourself a lot of space and time to get through things and do what you need to do um because i'm pretty sure on this day (laughs) um yeah i'm pretty sure this is the day uh we will be at the denver witches ball oh that's right okay if you happen to live in the denver colorado area there is a uh witches ball going on and so you can look that up um but uh there will be it it has the this day also has the potential honestly um with helping us start to think about the truth right because remember i said scorpio is not just sharp um in the sharp tongue but it's also about truth so when mercury's moving into scorpio we can start noticing the truth um and with mars retrograde in going retrograde um in gemini about to go retrograde then you know that could make us think inward about our truth and i think that's okay so you know what's a great time to come get a reading with me because i'm going to be there offering readings that's what i'm going to be doing so um so you can come get a reading and it can help you uh have some inner reflection you know so or maybe you drum and take some time to think with bright hawk <laughs> definitely feel the beat all right now on the 30th yeah. i felt like oh this is a comforting day the cradle literally is comforting it's kind of like a way that the universe says everything's going to be okay Aww. okay so you could tap into that comforting energy that earthy energy of the moon and capricorn um and palace and cancer which means that maybe you have some strategies in place that can help your home front feel a little bit better or more comforting with uranus and taurus you're going to be solid in who you are your your gender identity maybe you'll be able to comfort yourself on this day if you did have a hard day the day before um with neptune and pisces don't be afraid to dream because spirit's going to allow you to dream in this cradle feeling in order to help you um move forward into the following week and into Samhain, right yeah for sure makes me think don't be surprised if certain someone's show up in your dreams right and you know try to engage this energy with as much positivity as you can and is the moon the moon moves yeah into... so the moon is still in capricorn and then on halloween october 31st or Samhain, uh it will be in aquarius and dia de los muertos all souls day november 1st it'll be in aquarius so... what's the phase of it at that point uh you know? no, no. Okay. you let's see we would have been a week uh six days on from new moon so it'll be starting to enter its um first half first okay quarter. The, phase. the first quarter okay crescent moon so the in-between yeah okay yeah yeah they i had a belief system about the moon that so the full moon and the new moon like okay the new moon you bring in new things full moon is a time to let things go and then the in-betweens is the time of the fae mm. so this is when you can communicate with the fairies or other uh creatures on the other side um or in other dimensions uh this is a great time to uh other beings let's say um and that this is the time of the fae so if you had some particular magic that needed to go across dimensions or something like that 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 would be the time cool so and you're saying um on the 31st the moon is moving into aquarius Aquarius. yeah so there you go perfecto all right my friends well, well super fun to do soul astrology with you yeah You're very very good at this i feel like i'm i learned so much from you and 
you know, I'm grateful for all those listening. You know, it's a wonderful thing. I think astrology, as when I started to really learn it, and especially listening to weekly weathers, it helped me so much more know how to ride out the week, the weather for the week. You know, mm-hmm. do you? It's like it's like knowing are you are you packing for a day at the beach? Or are you packing for an umbrella and you know whatever it is you need to be prepared for or it's going to be windy don't use an umbrella have a bundle jacket on you know whatever it's the idea is to help you navigate the week so i hope that really works do you want to uh do a tarot reading before we leave here yeah you're finished all right my friends we're going to pull a couple of cards and um i hope you during this whole thing that you just take what you like and leave the rest and just be aware that um it's okay uh be aware that these cards and everything i say about astrology or brighthawk says please just take it with whatever works for you what helps you if something's not helping you just let it go just let it go friends okay and uh it might be for somebody else anyway it's not even meant for you okay and i'm going to pull three cards right now take what you like and leave the rest as they say and um these three cards beautiful wow um so first of all in the past um this is a reminder of the emotional work let me get out of the um (laughs) all right great now you can take a look here at this card this is all about um aligning your chakras and meditation and those are the kinds of things that bring us to our higher self so this is the past the past in reflection of any work you did to bring a higher maybe better version of yourself forward we're all working to become better people um no one is perfect well i guess there are some enlightened beings but i think they've already passed on like the buddha um mahatma gandhi i'm sure there's some enlightened beings on planet earth right now i'm just not aware of them in this moment but this but you know most of us are trying to make ourselves into a better person so this is to recognize the work you have done you have done some work my friends you have made some changes maybe you've chosen less of the toxic people maybe you've chosen a morning practice to do more yoga or meditation or to align your chakras or spend more time um doing reiki on yourself whatever that might be and that's a reminder that right now that's what's helping balance and make good relationships um and not just love relationships like you see here but all relationships this is generally um good harmony and good relationships if you are in a romantic relationship uh you may be feeling more romance or things like that especially based on the fact that you've done a lot of work okay that you've worked at taking care of yourself better so that you can be better in relationships that is how it works my friends and the interesting thing about this is going forward spirit is reminding us to take time for ourselves to take time to recognize what we have done right and to spend a little time with our other companions like dogs cats (laughs) and other pets or trees whatever your companion is some of us have plants as companions whatever that is and to allow your thoughts to rest to take a rest and that's what scorpio um and the winter scorpio season sort of kicks off um as we head into the winter a time for rest a time to rest your mind take a break allow your mind to wander and dream and you know just allow yourself to relax and that's an important thing especially with your pet companions i love this card this is like a reminder of what the beauty that the simplicity that pets sometimes bring us if you do have a dog or a cat or ever have you know that they sort of bring a level of simplicity to your life um things are rather simple with them and that's kind of nice isn't it and that's what this is all about the simplicity of lying beneath a tree um and just letting your thoughts sit by nearby without engaging them but maybe engaging some 
being grateful for what you have done already okay so be grateful and recognize where you've come from recognize how that's helping you in your current relationships and going forward be sure to engage in rest and simplicity in life okay enjoy the simple things bake a loaf of bread my friends <laughs> or an apple pie that's what i'm going to be working on in a little bit oh delicious <laughs> you're so good this is where i'm just always so amazed at your ability to go from astrology to tarot and how beautifully those two work together just now i feel like the tarot just completely reflected what we just talked about yeah. so what a what a great week we're all in for may you be blessed may you be happy May you be blessed with good health and what a what a blessing. I hope we get to see you again next week on Soul Astrology. Thank Rainbow Soul. Thank you, Bright Hawk. Thank you so much. Thank you, all the listeners. And we look forward to seeing you then. We'll check tune in next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's Soul Astrology and subscribing, liking, sharing, and reviewing. We hope you enjoy this dose of soul astrology and encourage you to embrace the week ahead with an open mind and heart so that you may integrate the deepest of lessons from the stars. Take a moment to step outside and honor the planet, stars, and moon in the sky with your heart. Integrate the messages that resonate and leave the rest for someone else. We deeply appreciate each and every one of you. Always remember that you are a perfectly unique human with an exclusive star map of your destiny, your soul purpose, and your heart's desire. Thank you again for tuning in to Rainbow Soul.